learn how to go from unknown to well known so you can be seen as an expert establish trust and authority set yourself apart from your competitors and get paid more for your expertise i'm priya florence shah award winning publisher author podcaster and online branding consultant in this channel you learn how to create a personal brand that outlasts the next social media or search engine algorithm update sign up for my free personal branding course at b l o g p r a n d z .in okay okay so uh, you're a book author right and you've written man, many number one best sellers dev so yes. um my first question is uh what methods have you used to build a personal brand online as an author and uh, i mean are you a speaker i guess also right yeah i i've been very fortunate i've, I've spoken all over the world um i mean i've spoken in india and i love my experience in india i spoke at the world's women's wellness congress and then i've spoken at the un united nations at the global wow. summit in new york yeah. i've spoken in ubekistan at the presidential um I don't know what it was called but anyway I I've spoken at Harvard here in the United States it's a very prestige university I speak for companies I've spoken at the Pentagon which is you know for our military and um you know I and and I've Wimbledon you know for the tennis championships I I went over and spoke there in London um I I I speak for a lot of companies and help them in many different aspects one of my key expertise is communication more on communication how to speak how to you know where your expertise is to get it out there and that i would utilize someone like you to get proper communication out if that makes sense right okay okay my brand has kind of grown a lot though i'll be honest with you from word of mouth and that's not always the fastest way <laughs> but i've built up over time people have seen me speak and then they become interested in what i do and they see that there might be value for them and that's what's really propelled my business is right. being sure that i'm always providing value i think that's the key even in in branding your typical any type of digital branding i think we we'll get too caught up in uh you know the secret code the secret word rather than you know what i'm going to provide so much value that that's my number one thing and i'll put my branding behind the value if that makes sense that absolutely does i mean I'll, if you lead with the value uh, you you're going to build a brand anyway right i mean it's it's a it's like a default kind of um you're going to end up building a brand based on that value so yeah it makes complete sense so so what so what has worked for you so far is uh, word of mouth right you that's what you're saying yeah word of mouth I, and i'm not saying i don't do i don't do um some marketing we're going to be doing some marketing right now on some facebook ads cuz i have a new project coming out we're also going to do some google ads um and so we're working right now on the best way to to present it to draw people uh to it but i would say yeah the majority of my recognition has come because of my public speaking okay. and then uh and my books your books become a very valuable asset for you if you get them out there we are very fortunate this book here that i just showed you a moment ago be a beast it um within 24 hours went to number 1 in 
eight different countries. Wow, that's awesome. It was really, it was remarkable. And we didn't spend that much money, actually. I think we just had the right pulse. I think that's sometimes that's what it is because I've been involved with, I think is the best marketing plan going and it's like dead, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then you do something and you go, Oh my gosh, people really <laughs> relate to it. And you just, I don't think you ever going to know you, you, you get your best information. you prepare your best, but then always put yourself in a position of high integrity. Right. And the rest of it will take care of itself. I have another book that has sold all over the world that has sold hundreds of thousands of copies in a different arena. It's it's called Songwriting for Dummies. And uh, been very, very yes, popular I, I, I think I saw you uh, your name in connection with that book, right? So that's where, yeah. I, that's where I noticed you first, I think, on probably on Amazon or something else. Well, around the world, music is very popular, and this is a how you how you write a write a song. And we did a, I believe we did a good job with on the book. And that's the other thing you need you need to really put your heart and soul into anything you're doing. I'm I'm one that there's a lot of those that market products and that that just say hey, just get it out there. I kind of take the time. I do opposite. I'm not saying this is the right way, but it's the right way for me. Is make sure your product is really outstanding whatever it is and your book don't just put out something you've got to remember that people are going to if they really like the book it's going to be by their bedside and they're going to have it right there you're going to have an intimate relationship with them so be sure that you put everything you've got into it that absolutely that's that's a that's a great way to put it i mean you are creating a relationship with your or with your readers because like you said your book is on their bedside and um, it's, it is very intimate, you know, and um, you're, you're literally speaking into their mind and changing their thoughts and stuff. And uh, the songwriting book, how did it come, come about? Are you, are you a musician? Uh, well, yeah, it, it came out very, uh, there's a whole funny story to it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I, so to go way back, I played professional tennis at one time. Oh, I was I a world-ranked tennis player. In fact, I don't know if you follow, remember Vijay Amitraj and the non-Amitraj? Great, great. Um, players from India, good friends, and I have to. I owe them um, how I got into the world rankings when I was in Stockholm playing the uh, Stockholm Open. Okay. I, um, I, I. There was only 16 teams that got in, and and I didn't get in. I was the number 17th team, and VJ hurt his back, and oh. he was still going to try to play. And I said, VJ, oh, this is my moment. And he goes, Ah, okay. Dave, you know, I'm hurt anyway. And so I was able to get into the draw. And that's how I got my first world ranking points. How's that grab you? <laughs> came so from India. <laughs> from, yeah. That was really good. So I, I, um, I forget what I was talking about now, other than um, I, how I got to the music. I played professional tennis. I stopped playing professional tennis, you know, after my career. And then I got involved in, I, I love songwriting. I love writing and, and performing. So I actually ended up getting a hit on the radio. You know, I recorded and, and that. And then uh, I, a good friend of mine who had started a, uh, the rock band Kansas, very popular band worldwide, um, we became good friends and we decided we need to have music make an impact in the world. So we put on the first benefit concert, never been done before. And all the record labels said, ah, can't do it, never be done. And we kind of looked at each other and said, are we going to do this? And we went, yep. So we, we put it on, became very successful, um, and, you know, Live Aid, all these wonderful things happened because we kind of 
showed the model of how it can work. We had Queen, we had all the big bands, it was amazing. And the music industry learned that, yeah, you could use music for, to help people yeah, to change things. And so yeah. in 1991, I was given the uh, Presidential Merit Award from the Grammys for, for all the work I had done. And one thing led to another that um, I then ran a record label um, for a while with Universal and then, but I always knew I was gonna coach. You know, these, that was just a part of my journey. I was even in motion pictures. I was an actor in several, you know, big time movies and I did that for a while, but it was all just part of my journey. And so when it came time to here I'm out coaching, it was really funny because I wrote my first book. My first book was a very spiritual book. It was called The Unfinished Cross, Listen to the Voice Within. I think we all can tap into a voice. No matter what your faith is, if you have faith and you listen to that and you take the time to hear, there's a guidance system in us. And I, I wrote about that, about that in my first book. But So then I was working with the U.S. Olympic team. And I went to Scotland to the World Cup. We had a great results and I was doing really well on the mental side with sports. And my agent goes, hey, I got you. I, I, I was writing about the experience at the World Cup. And he goes, all right, I've got you advancement. I've got you a new book. I'm going, yes. And he goes, you're writing songwriting for dummies. I went, no, what are you talking about? And he got, it was really funny because I'm going, no, I'm not writing that book. And we were talking and I said, you sure? And he goes, oh, you know so much. You've done so much in music. And I said, no. And then I said, now how much is the advancement? <laughs> and I said, hold that thought. And so I called a good friend of mine who we had done some records together. And I said, hey, would you like to co-write this? Because he had written 27 top hits. And, and one of them, Eye of the Tiger, was for the movie Rocky. I mean, wow. worldwide, it was number one. And so I said, hey, Jim, would you like to co-write it? And he goes, oh, I'd be honored. So I thought, all right, we got a book going. And then my wife, who's a brilliant writer, the three of us wrote that book. And it sold, I mean, it's literally sold hundreds and hundreds of thousands worldwide on a book that I said no to. You know, never know. But they have good branding. You know, the Dummy series is is really, their branding is so good. And all we had to do is write a good book. And we did write a good book. Yeah. And, and music is so loved and people want to know how to write songs. I haven't had to market that myself at all. My other books, I got to go out and market. But that brand, they've developed such a strong brand. You, you, hold on. I'll grab it if you haven't seen it. Hold on. I don't know in India if you're as familiar with these, but absolutely, this is, yeah. This yeah. is a huge brand here. And anywhere around that I've gone. Everywhere, it, it, yes. It, you know, it's, it's consistent, people know, and they have a very consistent style. And I think it's important in branding too, that people know what we had to write it. We had to write it for someone who is a major hit writer that they go, oh my gosh, this is even giving me more good information. And we had to write it for someone who's never even thought about writing a song. That's very challenging to write it so simple, but yet yes. a, a seasoned veteran could understand it. Right. And so people know that it, it's, that's why it's called the Dummy Series. It's dummy down. I even have written better songs because of this book. Oh. <laughs> it helped you build a system or something of that sort, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to have a look at the book. I, I mean, I'm sure it's available in India, so I'll check it out on Amazon. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, and, and the Be a Beast book, you know, it's, it's, we all have animal instincts in us. 
We just don't use them. We get our minds in the way. And so we don't tap into this beautiful gift we have. And so why it's called Be a Beast is we use animals to show the beauty of what they do and how we can do it if we think less and learn about these instincts. And so it just really helps people to be more in their own lives. Right, right, right. And be more present because animals are so present and they are in the, exactly. you know, yeah, they live, they live in the present and they don't think about the future or the past or stuff like that, you know. So I, 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 I love animals. I'm sure you do too. Oh, I love <laughs> Being, animals. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, so we'll get on to the personal branding thing. Uh, so, uh, your, I, you, would you say that your books have helped you build that brand uh, since you're, you know, you're a best-selling author and all that stuff? You know, I, I would say my books, books has had a major impact. It gives me credibility. Right. Shows that I know what I'm talking about. But that and getting the opportunity to speak at <laughs> very big events, people have been able to see me and get to know me, get to hear, get to feel me, I guess, you know, right, right. my, my intention when I'm on stage is to connect. That's my main thing. I might have the, something that I'm really important that I want to share, but the most important thing is I connect to, to people soul to soul, heart to heart. And that's, that's crucial. And so that's where I, I, I think I've gained the most recognition again, not saying that I haven't done marketing, and we, we are now going into, as I mentioned earlier, some branding, you know, um, we have a new project that we're doing that uh, it's called the Beatitude Practice. Jesus taught the Sermon on the Mount. The Beatitude. And so it's really, it's really it, and it's a practice. It's a beautiful practice. And it's really challenging for us in the branding is that we want it for all faith. We don't want it just, okay, you're a Christian. So yes, you're going to, this is going to be right for you, but you know what I found at the core of all faith is all the same is love. That's and so true. to brand this, it's, it's a challenge because every so often people say, no, it's this way. No, no, it's this way. No, it's that way. When the truth is the beatitude practice, the sermon on the Mount was just a gift for all. It was a, it was something that I don't care what your faith is. If you go to the core of your faith, you'll find the beauty of living a happier, um, life through it so it creates an interesting brandy dilemma hopefully we've done it we have a um kind of leading people we have a live as christ.com no, what I does that mean you know so we go into that and we see how you can live as christ because my belief is that jesus wasn't saying hey i'm so different than everybody he kept saying i'm the same as everyone I am the son, but you're the son and daughter of God. That's the way I take it. Yeah. And so um, that's why I can really, when I travel around the world, I, I attend different faith to their churches, to the, however they communicate it. And uh, even if I don't understand the language, I can feel the love in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and love is the universal language. I mean, um, uh, it's, it's at the basis of all religion, really, if you, if you look at it. it and uh, I, I, I've read the Beatitudes, and they're basically non-denominational. They're not meant for any religion. They're not religious or, or anything of that sort. It's just about living a good life, right? That's yeah? exactly it. Yeah. And then we went a little bit further because when the Bible came out, it was written in Greek, and Jesus spoke in Aramaic. 
And if you, if you look and study it in Aramaic, Aramaic has, it's a tone type of language that it depends on the tone. So you can mm -hmm. interpret it many different ways. There's right. a deeper richness in the Beatitudes than I think most people realize. So we want to let people know that, hey, this is about how to live a happier life, how to live a more successful life, how to, how to have better relationships. It's, a, it's just a roadmap. And it's a beautiful thing. So I'm excited about it. And yet we do have some some challenging branding, you know, to, to get out there so that we can get it to the most people. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And you, and you can cross boundaries of religion and, you know, you can yes. get it to get well, it to people who, yeah, who might not. I always say for it. myself, when someone says, well, what's your faith? What's your religion? I say, well, I'm in the middle of the intersection. I'm where all faiths come together, and I like to see how we're connected rather than how we're different. Absolutely, I love that. That's that's a lovely message to get across. So, so uh, what would you say has worked for you? I, you you were saying your speaking has been a a great you know way to build a brand. Uh, what would you recommend to uh, new book authors or people looking to do that? You know, so what has worked for well, you? I so think far? That keep putting one foot out there. Okay. You know, I mean, you know, it takes courage. And courage isn't the lack of fear. It's how you move through fear. Right. And the way you get experiences in doing. I did a lot of free speaking uh, engagements to get more and more experience. Right. And the more I got, the more I started to build something. Everyone seems today to be quick, rich, hurry, hurry, hurry. But you know what? If you really believe in who you are and you're willing to, to do everything behind it, then Doors will keep opening. I yeah. set intentions. Mm -hmm. See, there's goals, right? But you can't have all, you don't have controls over goals. So I set intentions. And when I set intentions, all of a sudden things open up for me. Like yeah. I mentioned, yeah. I spoke at the United Nations. Well, a friend of mine had spoken there years ago with the Dalai Lama and all that. I thought, that sounds so cool. Mm -hmm. I want to speak there. So I set an intention to speak there, but then I became alert to when the, an opportunity might arise. I would have missed it if I didn't already set the intention. And I saw there was a building this, the, I saw this, I got an email, someone was promoting what was going on at the UN and they gave me, I just took off the email address and I gave how I could help in what they were trying to do at the UN. And fortunately the person got back to me and said, wow, we'd like to hear that. Same thing, like when I decided I wanted to speak at Harvard, because Harvard's a very fine university here. Mm -hmm. And um, what happened is I spoke at an event, and but I had an intention that I wanted to speak at Harvard. And guess what? At, during a break, a woman came up to me and goes, oh my gosh, I love what you had to say. Will you come and speak at Harvard? Cool. And it, it's like I, I attracted it. I, I, I really, yes, I attracted it to myself, but I put the action towards it also. Absolutely, it's not just yes. sitting and yes, I do sit and meditate and see it happening, but then what action do I need to take, need to, take to, to, to put, put it into motion yeah. and not put so much tightness to it, but soften and let it come when it comes. There's been th some things that have happened so quickly for me, I'm amazed. And there's other things that just kind of happen over time. And, and, but I see it, I feel it, so I don't reject it. See, our subconscious mind will reject things that we don't, Remember, it's there to whatever we're comfortable with. If it's not comfortable with you being a best-selling author or you speaking on big stages, you can say, yeah, hey, I'm going to speak on big stages. But if your subconscious mind doesn't believe it, it will reject it. So spend time 
taking the time to visualize and see yourself. Myself yeah, doing yeah, that, I've yeah. been able to have an amazing career. Right, absolutely. And I, I love that message because I think it's our subconscious blocks that hold us back more than anything else from really achieving what we want to do, what we set out to do. And, uh, and what, like what you, it's like what you're saying, uh, small actions over time also matter, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, and yeah. you know what? And, and, and awareness. You know, we tend to um, tell ourselves these stories about ourselves mm -hmm. and we buy into it. And they're not really truth. You know, that's why you have to become aware. Well, wait, you know, I'm too short. I'm too tall. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm Caucasian. I'm Indian. I'm, you know what? All people have opportunities, but you limit yourself if you say, well, because of this, I can't do this. Right. I just shift everything because of this. I got the advantage and I don't care what it is. And my coaching clients all do well, no matter what nationality they are, what business they're in, because I get them to shift their stories into going, wow, how lucky am I, you know, that I had this experience. Maybe it was a terrible experience, but if they look at it as just being bad, it will stay bad. But look at the gift that's there, and now look what you can do to progress your career and touch people's lives. So I teach that, and it's remarkable. I've been blessed to have amazing results from amazing people. And that's that's awesome. Uh, who, who have been your mentors in this field? I mean, I'm sure you've turned to people from time to time. Um, okay, so my mentors have been a lot of books that I've read. Mm -hmm. I'd have to yeah. give, first of all, a lot of credit to, to books. And I get myself so quiet. I also have mentors that are no longer living on earth, but I swear they speak to me. I know I you might you. think that's funny. No, no, no. I, I, write, I write with them. They'll give me things and I write with them. I call it my my counsel, but yeah. those that are living here that I, that I are, are friends with and that I call them colleagues, um, Bob Proctor is one, okay. Jack Canfield is, is another, Mary Morrissey, I don't know if you know those. Oh yeah, I, I love her, I've, I've done one of her yeah, courses, Mary, yeah. Mary's wonderful, She's amazing, um, yeah. I've coached you know, her daughter and I've been involved in some of her programs. Um, that's very inspiring to me when I'm around people that I love, we're friends, and then we always are in, we can learn from each other. Right, um, right. These are all amazing people. I mean, Bob, Bob Proctor, Mary Morrissey, and uh, I, I'm, I'm familiar with her for material because I've done one of her courses. And oh, uh, I, I love her, I love her stuff. I love her material. So yes, yeah, they're all very inspiring people. Very, very solid. And um, I'm blessed because a lot of times people that, that, that have gone through her program or Bob's program, or there's John Maxwell, people who have gone through their program, then they eventually sometime that one of their top performers come and go through my program. Oh, that's nice. It just adds to it because I think the advantage I have is that I make it so actionable. So you don't, you know, everything you've learned, now here's how you take action to, to move it forward. And I think that's been the key to say my success and those that I work with their success. So, so what would you, what, uh, how would you describe your program? You haven't spoken about it. So would you like to speak about that? A little well, bit? yeah, I mean, I talked about the Beatitudes, which is new and different, but the main program I've been doing goes along with the book. I have, um, it's called beast triggers mm -hmm. for business. And that oh. is using these animal principles to tap into. And we have an audio series. 
you know, that you that you can um, you get. So wherever you drive, wherever you go, you, you always can you learn things yeah. on the go, right? Because mm -hmm. I think to to be able to learn things, you need to be consistent with it. It's like okay, yeah. I've just learned this. But if you don't stay with it, what do you really know? You got to keep advancing it, keep growing in it. So I'll give you an example of a beast, okay? So you've got a crocodile and a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. And the crocodiles and dinosaurs lived here on the planet at the same time. They fed on the same you know, land. They were cousins. I haven't seen a dinosaur lately, but <laughs> crocodiles are thriving. 23 plus uh, species. Yeah. So why? because crocodiles became adaptive to an ever-changing environment. Think about our environment. It's changing all the time, right? So, so what happens is, is, is if I study the crocodile, they're able to take their heartbeat down to three to four beats per minute. So they get into a very relaxed state if there's no food. That's how they got through that period. Then when the ice age came, they were able to develop skin that's, that their body temperature still remained warm. Every all the other animals died off. Then they develop eyelids that would come down, and in the extreme murky water, they could see just fine and still eat. That's becoming adaptive. So, what can we learn from that? What's within us? We call the crocodile respa, and what that means is, is in every situation, first R, relax. That's talking about slowing down your heart rate. Well, take a breath. It's in the breath. So, in any situation, before you let emotion get in your way, take a deep breath. From there, you can then, in the RESPA, is the E. You can then evaluate the situation for what it is. Then S is, what's my strategy? P is, what, you have a little patient, see that you see it clearly. Then A is act, baby, act, and you act with com, uh, conviction. There's an example of one of the beast principles. Oh, that's and we have 37 of them, 37 <laughs> elephants. We got them all, you know? No, that's very. That sounds very interesting. I, I mean, I think that book is that book is uh, going to be a life changer for quite a few people. Uh, so, yeah, great. Uh, what are you doing to promote the book so far? You know, I, you know, right now, uh, you know, it's been out for a few years. What we did to begin with is we did some, you know, the marketing uh, department for the publisher put some, you know, did some Facebook ads. We got influencers to promote the book too. That's mm -hmm. always important. Yeah. But right. it happened so quick. I mean, literally, you're going to laugh at this. We had, you know, I don't know, not a lot of budget. We put maybe a couple thousand dollars budget for uh, Facebook ads. And we were number one in eight countries before I said, hey, how much money have we spent? And, and, and the marketing director goes, $36. Wow, really? <laughs> said, well, wait a minute. We, I guess we don't need to keep spending money. I, it was one of those things that just caught fire. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah. And I, I think my counsel helped me. Remember, I talked to my counsel. And Gandhi's on my counsel. He gives me a lot of work. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> that's, that's neat. I like that. Cool. Uh, so I, I got, I've got to, I mean, you have a lot of great wisdom to share as far as your book is concerned and as far as, you know, uh, promoting it is concerned. But I think uh, it's a, for you, it's been building a brand over time that has really helped you, right? So yeah, it's you know, really, I, I'm very grateful yeah. you know, that I've taken the time and I've stayed true to my brand. I mean, it, sometimes it shifts a little bit, but my, my company's called Extreme Focus. Okay. And that's okay. what I teach. I teach people how to focus on the things that are going to be important. We get distracted with so many things. And so people know me as someone who's going to help them 
get focused so they can be more successful. No, oh, that's brilliant because this is the age of distraction, and I think this is. Oh, it is. It this is. is. <laughs> this is the message that we really need today. <laughs> uh, so. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I think we'll wrap it up, uh, Dave. I think we, you know, it's been it's been really lovely talking to you, and uh, you've got a lot of wisdom to share. I I would love to maybe catch up some other time also. Uh, maybe you know, maybe if you have if you're coming to India, or if you you have a program that you would love to talk about, uh, let's sure. do that sometime. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we do an accelerated leadership program. You know, oh, you when do. you learn how to lead from the inside out. Oh, you become an amazing leader. Most of the time, most leadership show you the outside stuff. We teach you how to go within, become the best leader of all time. Oh, that sounds great because uh, I I have a book on women in leadership, and I'm very I'm very it's something I'm very passionate about building oh, women leaders in India. I mean, it's I give it away free on Kindle, you know, because that's one of my book promotion strategies. Right, and right. I wrote it wrote it quite quite long ago, uh, but. Um, I'm I'm quite passionate about women uh, building women leaders in India because I think uh, we need a lot of uh, support and uh, I would say uh, you know mentorship uh, you know for yeah, women. I in love India. it. But yeah. you know what's interesting for me is that you think because it's called be a beast and because I don't know I didn't tell you much but I've been very involved in professional sports and Olympic sports also and you would think that I would really have a big male following. It's not that I don't have a male following, but I have a larger women following really? because they no. really, they, they seem to be more hungry and ready to take action. I'm not, I mean, I do have a lot of, uh, you know, I, I'm just amazed at how many women today, I mean, we need women leaders and it's awesome to see that women are stepping out and becoming leaders, not holding back. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm also very, um, very excited to see that to see the trend of uh, women taking up you know being willing to step out there and lean in and take more really district positions so I love it's, it. it's something i love writing about and uh, that i and sharing about you know so i think well, that's congratulations a, that's and great great job of, of doing that if, and if you want to share with people how they can get a hold of me it's extremefocus.com or my okay. i'll give my email address people yeah. you're, you're you know can if they want to know more information on any of the programs. Um, I go on, on my, I think you have it, but it's yeah. DAA at extremefocus.com. Okay. So uh, I, if I don't have that, I'll, I'll, I'll connect with you and get it on your email. Okay. On, Perfect. On email, right. Thank you for having me. No, thank you, Dave. And, and thank you for connecting with me early. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's been wonderful. Well, it's and nighttime here early for you there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's early morning, so uh, I I was a little uh, the timing we we I didn't get the timing right, but that's okay. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please leave a review for this podcast. Sign up for my free personal branding course at blogbrands.in. That's b l o g b r a n d z dot i n, and download the Creating Brand You ebook free on Amazon Kindle.